Wait, it's this one. Hold on. <laughs> How is Brian's song still playing? I thought I stopped yeah, it. Yeah, Brian's song. Brian's song won't go away. Okay. That's right. It's Greasy <laughs> Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks where Brian's yeah. song Brian's song won't go away. It's ah! opening. Ah, wait, wait, let me switch to that camera mic. There you go. This is look at that. That's it. It's real. We've got Mad Mike in the house. He's groomed into the camera. Man, we had a, a nice quiet cold open. We did. And and I aggressively interrupted Greg telling a story. I don't even remember why I started, but it was just about Oh, the eight bit porn. So oh, I had this yeah, old yeah, like yeah. Apple the Apple two <laughs> E. Yeah. And it's like one of these old ass computers with like the dot matrix screen and it's like the green tint. That's it's just like green or not green. Yeah, it's and it, and it came and we like yeah. bought it. My parents bought it at a garage sale and it came with like a bunch of floppies that the people had. And I, one of them was like a strip poker game. And I was like Dope. nine or something. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> terrible dot matrix strip poker. Yeah, you, you realize the internet like opened so many naughty doors. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we could have done it to be, we could have become rocket surgeons. <laughs> we, you know, we could have, we could have gone on to create gravities like but no gravities. But we, we used porn, it to look at porn <laughs> yeah porn, man. that's where we went with it did you ever like try to recover stuff you deleted in shame because <laughs> they, they couldn't get internet going or, of course oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i was like damn it i, I knew i should have saved that yeah. somewhere okay. it was my, my favorite tr video <laughs> trial recovery software yeah. just to get back well, the thing right. is, there's probably, like, random USBs out there in the world still today that have porn on it that people have forgotten, left oh, someplace. Oh, like the lost porn? Yeah. Oh, man. What if it's, like, really special and good? It could right? Be. Could be. Some like, real classics out there. I remember in the early days thinking that, like, uh, pantyhose that looked like lizard scales was, like, the most incredibly sexy thing. <laughs> Especially if they were getting torn progressively as the pictures went on. Sexy. Like, oh, their, their clothing is becoming torn. Also, <laughs> it looks like another kind of animal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Erica Brown says, hello. What Erica, up? what's up? Dude, if you guys don't know Mad Mike, then you haven't been seeing my cross promo because he's part of Two Clueless Dudes, which is every Friday at 5. I am. And he's part of the start of me as a podcast producer. I am trusting True. me in my like uh, one of the earliest shows I produced post Greasy, which believe it or not, I've only been doing for three years. I don't want to like out myself as some noob, but podcasting for me is still relatively new. Yeah. Streaming is new as a thing, so it's really exciting to have gone this far with it already, and now up to four podcasts, which you'll see up here. We have Brian Gibson and Tiffany Salerno just before this with Incredible. Dirty Window that dirty window just before us. And then also Wyatt, uh, the Wolfman with haunted saloon Wednesdays at one. So that's a little lineup going on. Hello. So we've gone uh, really yep. far. Thank you. Couldn't, couldn't have done it without you also tell a friend. That's Thank what I want to get to. Thank you for inviting me on. I realized we started this conversation talking about old apples and I just realized now if you were excited back then by like the Commodore 64, now you are excited by like nose hair trimmers. 
Like, oh, that's yeah. like where my interests lie now, you know, because I'm, oh, those the are The most nice. high tech no- nose trimmers? Yeah, you know, I want the good, I want, I don't want any, you know, oof, it's like nose trimmers nice. that also tell you like your, bro- your blood pressure and shit. Yeah, I want it to give me a nice, like, nose fade. <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. Vegas Buck in the chat. Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, where are we going to start today? Oh, this one. Because this isn't even, I just pulled this. All right, I'm just going to, all right. Large Western Diamondback Rattlesnake discovered under bed in Phoenix. Well, they got to sleep somewhere. Is a headline uh, in a newspaper. Arizona? Like, slowest fucking news day of all time. Like, <laughs> yeah, in oh, Phoenix, hey, no less. Yeah. What? A Diamondback in Phoenix? No way. You know what's funny is, had they not put in the rattlesnake, they would have thought it was the terrible baseball club. <laughs> <laughs> like someone just from like, the Diamondbacks. Just like one... <laughs> One baseball player, like, under a bed, somewhere in the bed. (laughs) Just hiding. It's like, I can't face it anymore. (laughs) Paper, paper bag me. Right. I'm not going back out there, coach. (laughs) Like, just, yeah, slow news days. I I just like grabbing, like, articles where you're like, what the fuck? Like, who cares? That that one is kind of like, I mean, I guess maybe if... You're like one of those people where like rattlesnakes go under your bed real often. It's probably good to keep tabs of like their locations, so, you know, so, so like you can rat- like rattlesnake registry. Yeah, like a like a under the bed app for rattlesnakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what totally. I mean? So you can tell if they're heading your way. Right. Like oh, no, by notice. Tuesday night they're gonna be here. Right. Stock up. Right. Stock up on the modelos. Yeah. That's what they love. Mm. Oh, yeah. The quitters were on the Dirty Window podcast just before this. Go to greasyconversation.com to hear a replay uh, shortly. It was a musical acoustic thing, and they left behind Modelo's. And you get extra plugs when you leave beer. It's true. Sexy. (laughs) That's classy. You got extra plugs. But, you know, we've got more diving to do besides that. Things are going to get really moist. It's like lap time. Which, like, there's, there's something just sitting on the table. Why is there no parody song about Italians done to the tune of Cardi B's WAP? It's like a, such a pronu- similar pronunciation to the obvious, uh, like, disparagement term. I'm like Wario and Peach? Yeah. Aw, yeah. Wario and Peach. It's adorable. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the disparaging term I mean. <laughs> All right, so this one is about um, media framing. So you'll see a lot of these, like, feel-good stories, or they're supposed to be feel-good stories. Like, this one's about an 89-year-old delivery driver who one of the regular customers, like, got a group of people together, and they raised, like, a Kickstarter of, like, 12 grand for him. So, like, the news shouldn't, it should have, yeah, it is great. Like, that's great that people decided to do things. I'm not saying that. But the real question is, like, why are these stories getting framed like this and not, like, why does an 89-year-old man have to, like, deliver, deliver fucking pizza so he doesn't end up on the street? Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. why is it like that? I, like, had, I had this guy deliver pizza yesterday from Papa John's, and he, he walks up on, because I'm, I'm at the door, right, because they do, like, a, they don't, a no-touch delivery, thanks, mm-hmm. COVID. So... He comes up and he he's, like hold, touching he's holding the bag like <laughs> awkwardly in one hand. His other hand is like flailing at his side. He's breathing heavy and he's like, oh, uh, Krista. It's my wife's name. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got the right house. Uh, 
do you want to just take the pizza or do, do I need to set it down? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'll take it. He's like, oh, fine. Hands me the pizza. He's like, your sauces, they're, they're in the box. And then he just like saunters away. Did he like run there? Dude, I, I'm like, was it? Because, I mean, sure, he parked like maybe 30 feet. Maybe he could have parked 20 feet instead. Guarantee this was to make you feel bad for extra tippage. And we did. We always extra tip. Yeah. And I always feel bad. <laughs> that's how that's how we roll. Yeah. Right. I did that delivery driving thing uh, a bunch. I love it. I love driving around. But what my, my point to that is mm-hmm. I think when you get to this delivering pizzas, you've reached like that last stage. You know what I mean? I think if you're 89 and you've decided to deliver pizzas, like you got to understand, bro, Garmin, Garmin can't save you. You know, you just yeah. when you're that age, you just don't know anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just deliver pizzas wherever. Fucking just random people's house getting pizzas. You order pizza? <laughs> um, no, but I'll, I, I mean, I'll take it, I guess. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tip me. Tip me, you bastard. Well, like, so you'll see, like, stories like this all the time about uh, medical issues where people have, like, medical issues and the community comes together, raises a bunch of money, and, like, helps that one person. And, like, that's great. Like, props to them. I'm not saying that's something we shouldn't do but like we should ask like why the fuck is the system like this that this happens all the time and like there's news articles about it all the time to make it seem like it's normal like that's the fucked up thing right did, did you ever watch the office uh i haven't in forever i was never like huge into the office but okay well there, there's an episode where one of the ladies comes down with rabies <laughs> right and it's like <laughs> of all the things you could get yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a tough one that's a tough one to diagnose, you know? Yeah, like, isn't it too late if it gets too far or something? Or you just want to get shot, yeah. shots in the belly right away, just in case? Yeah, you don't yeah. have long, like, once it gets bad. That's yeah. so freaky. Yeah. I was going to start, like, a Kickstarter for rabies for babies. That way they can <laughs> yeah, just get it. Yeah, break them in, yeah. Or you might give babies done. rabies. Nice. Yeah. Just get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way, you know? Nice. I'm I guess I could it. just do the vaccine. That's probably smarter. Just go right to the vaccine. Uh, I don't know. I think like giving rabies. I feel like you're. I feel like you're losing out on the experience of potentially right? having rabies. Like. Yeah. I mean, we all remember like having rabies as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd be so gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a nightmare. I'm like joking about it, and I feel like I'm gonna get it by accident somehow. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm waiting now. There'll be like some type of like commercial. Don't do rabies. Yeah. Stay, stay cool. Away. Yeah. Stay, stay cool. Away. Stay safe. <laughs> oh man. All right, should we dump into some freaky science? Yeah, science it up. Yes. All right, so this is, so there's this old, like, uh, quantum mechanics experiment, or a thought experiment, because we couldn't test it at first, but it indicates that, like, there's multiple states of reality existing at the same time, and it's kind of like Schrodinger's cat, which if you're not familiar, it's like, you put a cat in the box, and then you release radiation at the box, um, enough to kill the cat, but if you don't open the box, you it's, have to assume that well, the cat's alive and dead. There's a 50-50 yeah. chance that the cat's alive or yeah. dead. Until you open the box, you have to pretend the cat is in a state of both live and dead to yeah. do the math. And it's like to yeah. represent the idea of like superpositions of like quantum states where like we don't know what they're doing until we observe it. Yeah. Also good for superpositions was the Karma Sutra. Yeah. Not a lie. Yeah, no. Very <laughs> much not a lie. <laughs> Uh, and um, and uh, what's it called when um, edging? 
<laughs> Just throwing that in there. Yeah. So, yeah, like, why not? So this is this experiment is actually pretty interesting, uh, but it's about it's the idea of like someone in a room. It's called Wigner's friend, I guess. But someone in a room is is uh, performing an experiment, observing a quantum state. So there's this reality of them observing this quantum state, and then outside of the room, there's another reality of that person observing the same quantum state from outside the experiment. So they're observing something completely different at the same time is the idea of it, right? And it's kind okay. of like abstract. So this article's here and it's like fucking science-y, but they've developed a, uh, an actual experiment to test this. Wow. Uh, which is just pretty interesting. This shit's like crazy and cool. Like quantum mechanics is just nutty, man. I, I would just be like, yeah, it, there's a thing and it works. Yeah, I love right. that, like, just... I know, like, people ask me questions, but, like, don't ask me questions. Just searching the word quantum in our news notes, there is, like, three articles. Powerful news notes today at greasyconversation.com. You click on this episode, there's links to all our links for all our sources. So you can, like, really double-check our baloney. Yeah, and you know what? There's really only one... There's really only one... Uh, one person that really has the experience and wherewithal when it comes to anything quantum, and that's Scott Bakula. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leaping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that man's experienced more al alternate realities than anybody. You guys, I think about Quantum Leap all the time. And sliders. Yeah. Uh, Yo. And Arby's. And <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> no, real uh. time, though, I like to, to wake hmm. up thinking it's Quantum Leap time, and I just leapt into this person's body and like, okay, what can I do as was today? Like, what are we going to do as this and person? You, that you would yeah. immediately go to Arby's because they have the meats. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they slide them. There's little baby meats and the little sliders. Uh, that's like such an optimistic outlook. I wish I could do that, but I imagine if like I actually ever did quantum leap, like I would just wake up and be like, well, that sucks. Guess I'm stuck here. Well, I, I ain't doing shit. I wake up nightmarishly <laughs> unoptimistic. I wake up like terrified every time. I'd be worried that I would shunt myself into my desired body, only somebody else is also trying to shunt themselves into said body and they oh get no. there first. And then <laughs> I wind up like in the body of a chihuahua. I'm like, oh, you're shoved out damn it. nearby chihuahua. Or you could get in like the, the man with two right. brains situation. Yeah. 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 Man with two brains. Yeah. yeah. That's that, a good that. movie I haven't seen in a minute. What is that dude's name? The jerk. Steve Martin. Yeah, the powerful jerk. Steve Martin. Yes. That jerk. He'll always be called that the jerk, jerk. now. <laughs> that fucking jerk. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. hella quantum. Can we keep a quantum train going and talk about the first time we've seen quantumly entangled things that were, like, big enough to see? Yeah. This is science-y, too. And this is one of the ones, like, I just... Yeah, I studied this one. Okay, so, good. Because I, like, I can't remember all this shit. This one I had to freaking read through twice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still going to need some help from you all. So this is a really exciting experiment for a couple reasons. First of all, it's quantum entanglement of uh, objects that are large enough to see, although it's like a millimeter across. Second of all, it's like two different kinds of objects uh, that entangled. I so tell my wife a millimeter is huge, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's every, great. every millimeter counts. Yeah. <laughs> So Sometimes they the, count them twice. The two kind of things that, that are crazy that happen there. And the photo looks insane. So if you're on the radio. Is that, is that like a, uh, an actual a photo or is it like, or is, is that like just a, like an artist's rendering type thing? Uh, this is literally l like what this stuff was going on. It looks like an artist's rendering, but this situation really looked like this floating 
magma brain. Thing, it looks like an album cover for Orgy. It really does. So greasyconversation.com to get a link to actually take a look at this. Um, uh, one, the left side looks like a red like microchip with a red beam coming out of it. And then, yeah, there's like a floating um, like uh, magma ball brain looking yeah. thing spangling out. It's what I imagine a fast food menu would look like in Tron. Yeah. There you go. It's like a Tron nugget. Damn, that's a fucking description. All right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Mind's blown right now. It's epically blowing my mind. But those are the two big deals about it and what's going on with that. And well, Okay, some people might be like, why is this special? Why are things entangled being cool? But get this. If you have information that can uh, function without like a delay... Say you can talk to the moon without an eight-second delay, or Mars with, I forget what it is, like eight minutes or something. It's more than that. Twelve a, minutes? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a significant eight minutes, yeah. delay. That, that only gets worse if you try to put some robot explorey thing out there at some distant star. Yeah. And I feel or like... Or an 89-year-old man who's delivering pizzas. What? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> if you can transfer information, you can transfer consciousness. You can transfer decision-making so. and, and consciousness. If you can transfer information immediately uh, with no delay uh, in, uh, you know, literally instantaneously, then consciousness can take effect over great distances instantaneously. Do you, do you realize, it's funny, I, I actually was thinking about this laying in bed uh, on some crazy evening, but I was thinking to myself, if we wanted to travel to, say, the Andromeda galaxy, mm -hmm. right? We know that it would take a very, very long time, but what if we could do it instantaneously? We'd have to see where we are going to be before we get there to ensure that we don't have, you know, bad things can happen, right? We'd to have do to have that, some kind of AI you would actually have to see in the future. Yeah. I mean, you realize that? You'd actually have to see, because everything we see is the past. Mm -hmm. So you'd literally have to skip all of these light beams all the way up to basically the future. You would literally be seeing in the future. You'd, that you'd, blows my mind. You'd depend oh, yeah. on an Even AI. though it's still your present, it's their future. You'd have to depend on an AI that at the very least could already be over there making decisions in real time. For what real time is, like, that's already the future to us. All I know is they area. tried something with AI on Twitter and he turned into a white supremacist. So. <laughs> oh, that was Microsoft. <laughs> oh, that happens every time. It <laughs> yeah. happens every time. No, we, oh, we have an that. article that's, like, similar. Not like that, but it's similar. <laughs> But uh, that, that, that really kind of blew my mind thinking about that. What, in, in what's, sure. what's even like trippier, which I didn't realize I learned recently, but because the, the galaxy or the universe is expanding and like all galaxies are moving away from each other faster than the speed of light. So even if we could travel the speed of light, we could never reach like any other galaxy. Dang, that, that's, that's right? cold-blooded. It's nutty. So that, that makes you wonder, there's got to be, there's got to be, there's got to be another way, right? There's got to be another way. Yeah, and I feel like if like you can... space folding. I know that's something that's been talked about before. Or if, if you shit. can at least mm -hmm. get information through this folded space or get information further away, even if it's within some Android thing, that would be so much uh, like close to actually being over there. Like, I feel like if you can move data, you can move like presence. So do you think things like wormholes exist? It's a possibility for sure. I've seen a lot of articles lately about um, like black holes... Uh, more experiments with black holes. Um, like, they think now that black holes might be, like, dark matter and all this shit, or that some black holes might be wormholes, whatever the fuck that means. I don't know how they can tell that. Yeah. But All I know is we have to thank Chris Cornell for inventing them. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Well, the sun version. Yeah, the sun version. Yeah. 
<laughs> and Spoon Man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Duh. Dude, that song kills, man. Fucking slaps. <laughs> you guys, it's all about burden in my hand. Nah. All right. Where Hang was? around a while. You'll get it. Enough mourning. Where was... Oh, God. This is it. Okay. So there's this... Uh, it's a trustworthiness study. And it's basically these guys, uh, social psychologists, who did a study of analyzing... Uh, oh, okay, here's the title. Tracking historical changes in trustworthiness using machine learning analysis of facial cues in painting. So they used machine learning to analyze historical paintings on what was considered trustworthy at the time of those paintings, like culturally. Like trustworthy, like is this a painting? Yeah, I, I trust that it's a painting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, like the, uh, if they could analyze faces to indicate trustworthiness. Huh. And so, which is basically like phrenology. Yeah, it's entirely phrenology yeah. and totally debunk. And like, they even have like a, a side-by-side -side of an old like phrenology book and then uh, pictures of the analysis of this study and where they have like, you know, wide chins are, are untrustworthy and shit like that. And that's like not a, a facial feature like you can change. Yeah, it's not something that you can change, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not like... Some people that's have a genetic disposition. You have right. resting bitch face. It doesn't mean right. you're dishonest. Yeah, right. I have like resting asshole face. My <laughs> favorite... You ever see the ones that have the eyebrows that loop down like this and it makes their face look always sad? Because mm -hmm. you know, they just kind of loop down. It's kind of hot. Like Aubrey Plaza. Boom. Oh, she's great. Boom. Where was it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just... Hard boom. Yeah, this is good, but it says... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of like tweets coming out, but it's uh, every couple of months some tech bro accidentally <laughs> invents phrenology again, <laughs> which is true, dude. This shit happens way too often. And like another thing to consider is like even if you could analyze or analyze all this correctly, like any information like in the system is just going to pick up all the biases that are already yeah. in the system. Absolutely. And the it's worst feedback. part is somebody paid money to have this done. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody actually gave millions of dollars. That's the same thing with the whole... Uh, they found out through a study spending millions of dollars in the UK that not all rats like to be tickled. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you shit. spent millions of dollars on that. Are you kidding me right but we, now? But we found out that some do. Some do like to be tickled. Which ain't bad. Yeah, but that's epic. Like... <laughs> You couldn't. This, you didn't know. You didn't know you could tickle rats. I didn't. Actually. I knew, and it actually brought us closer together. Yeah, <laughs> through rat tickling. Yeah. So, what, what? How do you put a price on that? It's true. Well, apparently you can. <laughs> Just a few mil. Just a few mil. Damn. Some rats <laughs> don't like to be tickled. Yeah. No. Nope. But some do. Some love it. Yeah. I want to get paid millions of dollars to discover if flies have feelings. Yeah. I'm gonna work on that. No, I'm, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my grants. Here's what you do. Um, instead of having to stare at flies all day, you get a grant to study uh, which of your favorite shows are the best. And all yeah. you do is, like, you just keep all these records <laughs> of, like, this one's the best in these ways. Which decade Wait. does the fly associate themselves with? Yeah, which decade do they so This is a really 90s fly. <laughs> this is a 90s fly. Oh, God. No, but imagine like that. Buzzing around in his Jinko jeans. 19, 1985. This Sorry, is, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. This is Jeff the study. I'm, I'm painting the picture, right? So we're going to study the Marvel Universe, and we're going to compare and contrast different metrics of quality. 
So like okay. Okay. length, like we'll compare the lengths of them. Uh, how bright and saturated the colors are. And Astaire are really good at those. Maybe bring out a little meter. Uh, we're going to study the dialogue and compare uh, what we think are just general metrics of uh, how you compare quality dialogue. Like, is this a seventh grade language? Is this eighth grade language? And we just write as much as we can in between watching Marvel movies about why we liked them. And we make all kinds of money. That's brilliant. Grant, Grant achieved. Grant achieved. I like the I, I like the uh, seeing a flies have feelings because then you can just like get a grant just to like cuss at flies. Yeah. For like a couple hours a day and you're like set, man. I'm done. That's you could you could watch movies while cussing at flies yeah. and double it up. Uh, yeah. Like I'm gonna do that anyway. Shit. <laughs> this is a grant for how dope a guitar licks I can play. <laughs> Let's yeah. advance the science of yeah. some is, flaming licks. Can you impress a fly? Yeah. There you go. Can I guess you might have to have an animal involved, right? So it's like. How does my cat respond to shredding? <laughs> how, yeah. how, what does my cat uh, think You would about? need a control, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, this is trap uh, hi-hats with some 808 bass. How does the cat respond to that? How does my cat like metal breakdowns? <laughs> yeah. Does my cat like metal Double bass. <laughs> does my cat like... Does my uh, cat like it more on E? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre stale claps. Holy shit. <laughs> now no, we give the cat... Millions MDMA. of dollars, folks. All right. We give the cat some MDMA and a little for the doctor. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we're a good episode already. <laughs> yeah. It's time to, pay, time to pay some Billy Baggins. Might have to... Baggins are up. All right. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-626-6538. That's 800-626-6538. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-430-7568. 800-430-7568. That's 800-430-7568. 
Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. Ooh, and I remember to turn the mics on. The Ooh. mics are not muted this time. You're listening to Greasy Conversation this time. Ooh. On Radio Vegas this time, Dot Ooh. Rocks. <laughs> oh, man. We're responding to dank news, meaning this news is so decrepit, you should have caught it before it went bad, and it's molding up your fridge. But we've got it. That's when you got to talk. That's when you have to face the music. We've dusted it off for you so you can get in this dank news with us. Prepare yourself. All right. Uh, Universal basic income gains support in South Korea, which is interesting. They're taking an interesting approach, like starting way, way slow, like $430 a year slow, and then increasing it over the next 20 years to build it up to $430 a month for every citizen. It's like a good idea. I think we'll have to like start talking about this seriously in the near future anyway, not like next year, but well, fuck. I mean, I'm of the opinion that this has been tried and has failed on s- successfully failed, tragically failed on several different countries. So I'm surprised to see that this, idea keeps kind of resurfacing it's like we don't they're like oh well you know it didn't work then but now is now you know maybe we can well the thing is i think we can squeeze it in there i think that it can be something different than what's been tried before and not be something that's what they all say yeah well i mean (laughs) they they say that about trickle-down economics and that's always been proven to not work either there's things that haven't worked but you can't just leave people without something either and right now if you're spending twice as much money trickle-down economics there are arguments, mm. right? There's arguments. Yeah, but it's also... Been Universal basic income has failed. Like, how so, though? Like, what are, the de- what are the specifics? They tried it in Sweden, uh-huh. and it, they went bankrupt. The uh-huh. entire place. Pff, they did it in uh, Denmark. Pff, dead. Germany. Pff, dead. But I think there's a difference um, in, like, uh, when, how we're spending money now and how it could be spent and just calling it something different than UBI or uh, not spending. Call it like momos. Because, <laughs> like, one, one thing that's happening right Check now Check in is, and get your momos this month. Uh, uh. Sp- <laughs> spending way more money on rescuing people with health conditions that they could have gotten treatment for if there was some way of snapping them up and getting them, uh, like, somewhere clean, even against their will. I think once, the first you, once you hit 70, they just roll you off the cliff and don't worry about it. <laughs> and then Schrodinger's cat. Don't look. You might be alive, you might not be. Uh, that's yeah, that's my opinion too. But if we're not gonna come to the table <laughs> with like a bunch of facts on any of this stuff, it's just something to move on from. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Womp womp. But I'm rolling myself off a cliff of seventy. Who's with me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Sounds like a plan. All right. So a new experiment. So we always hearing about like we learn more that certain birds are way smarter than we think constantly. Mm-hmm. And so a new experiment shows that uh, crows might have uh, some form of sentience or you self-awareness. Guys, how much have we been saying this on this show especially? This has been the bird news program. <laughs> We've had a whole bird episode, 
and crows, the crow family especially, we've talked about being high neuron density, freaking smart ass birds. They are very smart. And the like, whole family. Yeah. And they're they're now supposed to be like just as aware as prime like some primates. That's yeah, yeah they have. I think more than a lot of them. Yeah, they <laughs> definitely seem to have some uh, form of self awareness, and but it's hard to like measure that shit when you can't communicate with something directly, you know. So, I mean, these experiments are like the best they can do. Um, and it's really it was a weird experiment, but they trained them to look at uh, specific colors at certain like uh, and turn their heads in certain ways if they noticed a certain color wow. and some of the colors are extremely dim and so they're like reading their their brains at the same time and when it's a really dim hardly noticeable color they think about it a lot longer and it shows just different neuron connections than just recognizing visual input so that's where they're that's pretty uh, cool yeah so that's where they're getting the idea that these things have some form of consciousness so but super cool i'm a bird guy i like birds i would like to have i would like to have a pet crow man be like a badass pet. I feel like it couldn't be a pet. I feel like it could only be a prisoner. Like, I feel that way about a lot, a lot of the parrot family. A lot of these people have yeah. parrots that are really just like Stockholm syndromed. It's, it's sad that what happens is some, some parrots. I, I've got pigeons. Oh, totally different. Pigeons. I got two pigeons, and they're free roam. They can go wherever they want in their little room. And they're it, meant to live with people. Yeah, That's a bird that has lived side by side exactly. with humans for uh, extremely long Thousands time. Of years. Yeah. yeah. So they belong with people like cats and dogs do. But parrots are parrots different. feel like not like that. Yeah, it feels like it, would, it could always get away if you let it, and that feels weird. Right. Now I've I, seen parrots ride on this guy's shoulder to the bank, but this guy at the bank was like being a real jerk to the teller with a parrot on his shoulder. Wow. So I feel like that was Stockholm syndrome. Who do you think like he was? That. A pirate. No, uh, ex-pirate for sure. He for had the sure. proper beard, the <laughs> wow. gray beard. And yelling at people. Yeah, I wouldn't about, be about his About his treasures. Guaranteed he had a motorcycle. Oh, Not yeah. that people who have motorcycles are jerks, <laughs> but this guy. Or have birds. Yeah. Uh, this parrot was so Stockholm Syndrome that I guarantee he, like, abused this parrot to the point where it was, like, overly attached to him and could even, like, hang on in a motorcycle ride. It seemed like on that level. Yeah. Uh, my One of my old pigeons was the same way, would... Walk over to oh, me, hang out, on so my, cute. hang out on my shoulder, would clean <laughs> yeah. me. Sure. Yeah. Not the same way. This pigeon like wasn't if I was, abused. If I was somewhere else in the house, you could hear its little feet coming. It was trying to find me. Oh. Yeah, super awesome. Uh, I've, got two, I've got two right now, and I've had them since they were babies. And they, they like seeing me, and they're okay with me coming in the room, and they'll talk, but they don't want me to get too close to their nest area, you know? But for the, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. <laughs> nice. uh, they just like wander around the house and shit. So it's funny. Uh, they're so well behaved. One, they make no noise. Awesome. Two. Um, so I have a like a den, and the den has literally just it's like this an open door, mm. and it just has like a little piece of cloth that's like covers oh, half okay. of it. So they easily could just go out the room, but they never do. Hmm. Uh, you could open up the sliding glass doors in there and go outside. Yeah. They're they interested. Won't. They're not interested. They don't care. They know where their food comes from, too. They got food, bird shelter, snuggles. bird snuggles. Do they let you pet them on the little bird heads? Not yet. I'm, we're still I'm trying to do gain their trust. Do they let you enough. do little neck scratches in the back of the neck? So that was my, my other pigeon would do that. Oh, yeah. okay. So you have to be careful, though, because if you, if you pet too far down on a pigeon, it thinks that you're trying to mate with it. <laughs> and it could wind up like basically falling in love with you, essentially. Oh. And the thing is, pigeons, they mate for life. Mm. So, I mean, 
if that happens, I mean, that's that's your homie. You Y'all, you riding and dying, bro. A weird Damn. emotional attachment. You might got the <laughs> oxytocin yeah. bond. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm going to make a noise while we try to choose yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just Qu Quantum yeah. stuff. Yeah, quantum bird, stuff. Bird stuff. I'm sure we'll, we'll find some more. Sure. Universal pay stuff. <laughs> For the first time, scientists successfully extract DNA from insects embedded in tree resin. It's yeah. fucking happening, guys. Shit, Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. It's about goddamn time. Insects and tree resin. When did that movie come out? Like 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Jordan, Jordan so. says very cool. What up, Jordan? I wish. I don't know. Would you guys go? Like opening day, Jurassic Park's a real thing. Would you go? Yes. Hell yeah, right? Yeah. And I would hope that things would go terribly wrong. Exactly. Like you that's the whole point. Yeah, like you want to experience that. Yeah, you want to get eaten by dinosaurs. Yeah. Or at least like almost get eaten. If like I, maybe just get like, you know, a hand, like the one you don't use, you know? Yeah. Like that's fine. You but guys. Some type of war story you could take back. Yeah, no. Come on. Robot dinosaurs. Why don't we just have robot dinosaurs? Robots Dude. don't have to breed as easy. Robot dinosaurs. It's like his money on the table. <laughs> that's that robot dinosaur money. He's just sitting on the table. What are you doing? It would, yeah. it would be like a, a robot dinosaur, like petting zoo, but there yeah. are some real dinosaurs mixed in. What would you do? Like, <laughs> would you just roll out an oil drum? People would be like, what is that? It's feeding time. <laughs> they like oil. <laughs> Keeps them lubricated. No, they go to their little charging stations, like good little fellas, and they <laughs> let you pet them because they're programmed to, unless you set them to ferocious mode. <laughs> they got feathers like dinosaurs should. We're right. really pro-bird this episode, yeah. actually. Hey, you know what? It's For really all we though. know, dinosaurs could have had actual, like, they could have had, like, 80s hair. Yeah. For all we know. Feathered 80s hair. Right. It could have <laughs> totally been that way. We don't know. Flock of seagulls. Or, like, it's weird, too, to think, like, we don't, we don't know, like, what colors they were. No. no. At all. Like, all that's just artist renditions and guesses. We don't know that there could have been dinosaurs that were good at, you know, doing weaves for other dinosaurs. <laughs> we don't know. Weavasaurs. Yeah. What are you guys' favorite dinosaurs by chance? Can we do a favorite Fuck dinosaur call? I don't even remember, man. Velociraptor is always dope, but that's like an easy pull. As you know, a kid, it was always cool. like the Triceratops, but I feel like that's like the go-to for a lot of kids. No, because no? like, oh, there's T-Rex kids and there's Triceratops kids, and it kind of defines your personality at that age. This is, this is very true. We're having like a moment right now <laughs> of like identity discovery. Yeah. Because I was like a T-Rex kid, yeah. and you were like a Triceratops kid. I was a triceratops kid. I would go. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was digging the t-tops. Oh no! Wait, for me it was pterodactyls because they fly. That was my favorite dinosaur. Sure. The the dactyls of Terra. Oh yeah, dactyls um, of the Earth. But my f my favorite as a kid. <sighs> I love how you're putting so much thought into it. It's like. It's tough because I, I, I really just liked all dinosaurs. Were you a pretty right? dinosaur kid? Because I wasn't that I into did, dinosaurs. I, I was into cars. I was obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid, man. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't Dinosaurs and jets. Yeah. Oh, jets. Yeah. I was with you I on jets. I jets. Jordan, Jordan goes Stegosaurus. Yeah. Nice see, pick. Stegosaurus is a great pick. And I, I feel like, like uh, Jordan and I would have bonded in that way being like uh, – like, I, I wasn't into the Stegosaurus, but I was into people that were into the Stegosaurus. I, I really like, and it's, it's so dumb, but I really liked the Megalodon. Oh, which hell is yeah. the mega shark, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sick. As a kid, I was like, so, I just, I could just imagine, like, a whole boat being eaten by this yeah, yeah. Megalodon. It was so cool. Well, like, um, when other kids were more into dinosaurs, I was really into Now my favorite dinosaur is probably my dad. 
<laughs> Cars, but also jets. Like I thought the F eighteen Hornet was really dope. F eighteen Hornet was cool. I Tomcat was cool. Loved the Tomcat, and I hated the F sixteen <laughs> because it took the plate. It basically took over. Yeah. For the, the Tomcat. It kind of took its place. Totally. And, and then, then there was the, F, the F-15 Eagle and then the Super Hornet. Yeah. Uh, the Eagle was the most recent one in this video game that I played that had jets in it. Dope. It was like just before the Super Hornet. And then you cannot, you can't talk about jets with, not, without mentioning the SR-71 Blackbird. Yeah. It was like my all-time favorite. Totally. All-time favorite. It is the, the predecessor to that jet is what Elon Musk named his kid after. The A18, you know. The thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> the pre-SR-71 thing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think it's A, I want to say 18. I should know Elon Musk's children's names better, but <laughs> we don't see each other. Trash Cannon Sparky. Imagine. <laughs> 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 oh, little trash can. She's a little terror. She is. <laughs> It's going to be a little dumpster when she grows up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, this, I just, I just picked this. I just can't with these fucking products anymore. <laughs> this shit's called Datarol, yo. Datarol. Datarol, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's like, it's like one of these uh, nootropic uh, energy mix things. That's a very specific market they're going for. Right? Yo, yeah. I just, I can't, man. You wow. just have a link specifically. I like to the how it says scoopers, rippers, and tasters. <laughs> I kind of I want I this. Like, what? But you guys hit us up, Dad or all. We'll take a. It's take just you fucking hilarious to me, dude. Scoopers, rippers, and tasters, dude. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. How did you find this? These fucking dudes. It was like some fucking Facebook ad. Let's get all these like stupid Facebook, and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I've seen in a while. Wow. This so is like Zip Fizz. Just get yeah. some Zip Fizz. Yeah, just get Zip Fizz. I've got this one from the, uh, it's called Fubar, fueled up beyond all recognition. Nice. All right. But it's just a little vial and it's a liquid. But it is 400 milligrams of caffeine. Oh, Damn, no. dude. 400. That's risky. Bro, I drink a Mountain Dew and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, drink one sure. of those. My heart's going to rip out of my chest and just go oh, yeah. on about its day without me. Sometimes, like, I go I over the wall that. and I'll have to take an emergency nap, like a twitchy emergency nap. Do you remember Jolt Cola? Oh, fuck yeah. I remember drinking a whole... Surge? Yeah. Shit, a surge. <laughs> dropping a whole thing of Jolt Cola, and it hit me so... It, like, it made me so sick that I just sat there at an intersection. <laughs> just I just sat there because I was like, I can move, but... That it's does not sound like a good idea right weird now. Weird sick, too. I got it these is. caffeine pills from a champ show once. I just had, like, one, and it felt like I was so uneasy that I wanted to, like, nap it off, even though I was all twitchy and edgy. Yeah, 400, like, Jordan, 400. I'm not even kidding. That's not yeah. an exaggeration. That's not Like, I'm a caffeine junkie, Fubar. and, like, 400 is a lot for one sitting, man. Yeah. How? I mean, I've got, like, so I've, I've done, you know, pre-workouts, and... I, I always thought, you know, 100, and 100 to 150 is, like, a lot for a yeah. pre-workout. But now that is so insignificant an amount for these. Like, uh, does it say how much is in this Datarol? I guarantee it's caffeine-based. 200 milligrams in one of these little pouches. So 200. That's, uh, that's a lot. 200 milligrams of caffeine. Just to give you an example, 
This here, this little uh, Red Bull is 80 milligrams for, for this little Red Bull. And that's considered hardcore. And your bang... Oh, if bangs! I drink this bangs whole potent. Thing, bangs like like, all, like over three hundred. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is something to, dr- to stretch out over the day. But zero calories. Yeah. I don't remember. So, it's like um, I'm gonna find it for you. Three hundred plus. Shout out to Mike. Rainbow unicorn flavor. Yeah. Cool pick. yeah. It's on here. It's gotta be. I, I've checked before. I remember it being in the three hundred pocket with bangs. <laughs> it's way too much, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, either way. I mean, that's you're talking. Okay, now I want it. We keep talking about it. i got to drink it. Now, now you want to try some? Not try. I'm going to drink it enthusiastically. You're going to gobble this bad boy up? Go try, for it. Try yeah, I think it's in that. Doubt. I think it's in that 300 There's no right? doubt. See, I can't. That's why I, don't, I can't drink. I can't have that much caffeine. Oh, I know. This is going to be into the evening. I oh, mean, yeah. Even this, I don't drink. All yeah. I, just take, I just sip it. It's just something yeah. to keep my tongue busy. Some so of them are si- yeah, a lot of them are sippers. And like, I'll have some left yeah. in the morning. We really oh, should yeah. have a reclosable lid because this is going to be like a day and a half. Right. <laughs> I th- you may have just invented like a whole new type of like energy drink. Oh, Monster already does the reclosable lid. Thing Do they now. really? Yeah, they have a twist offs. Uh, the, the biggie okay. twisties, they call them. I haven't seen them in a long time, though. They don't seem like. They should have one where you can anymore. close it and like hit a button and like <laughs> the air out to keep it like. <laughs> that sound? Yeah. <laughs> this is really yummy, though. Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Does it I taste don't... like a unicorn? Yeah, it's like a, almost like birthday cake. I just want, like, one of those, like, you can just, like, put a collar and it just, like, injects, like, 100 milligrams at a time, like, throughout the day. Just, like, push. If a yeah. collar is going to inject something, why settle for just caffeine? Like, if I'm, if I'm like, that <laughs> oh, worried my. about needing energy. <laughs> it's just the morning. Yeah. If I'm that worried about needing energy and I'm that worried about being focused, just strap a taser to my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee you if I start to fade and you hit that button, you're going to feel it. So I'm, I'm going to stay active. Yeah. I'm going to stay hyper-focused. <laughs> you know what I do is, like, I wake up in the morning, I'm all groggy, and I need to wake up. I look at my pathetic bank account, and then I get all stressed out and ready to <laughs> attack the day. Like That's there. why I get pumped. There it is. <laughs> yeah. There's uh. my gumption. Now I've got energy. <laughs> I'm going to go piss in my Folgers can now. <laughs> that's a move. That's instant <laughs> coffee. That's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Recycling. Let's see if that strategy pays off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're, this is this is like a, one of those especially good episodes. I'm glad we threw some Mad Mike on this. You all you really will. owe it to yourselves to toss him some viewers, even though he already has more viewers than me. <laughs> we want to just throw mine on there too. Let's make a dog pile. Let's see how let's much. Let's do it. Let's see how many views we can get on a thing. Let's just go nuts. That's right. Let's pile them all up. Take Whatever take thing I'm doing nuts. that's doing the best, everything else I'm doing, I'm just gonna aim it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad strategy. Well, no, like side side note, a little inside baseball. This is a common thing people make uh, mess up with there, trying to promote their artistic endeavors on social things. Is you'll have these fun little silly posts that you normally do as a human, and then you make one post that's promoting your artistic endeavor that a lot of people in your friends network might not know about. Maybe you're shy about some of your acoustic music or something. Yeah. And it does so bad, and you're like, why you make this do so bad? renditions of Pickle Rick. Yeah. yeah. So you finally uh, hype your Pickle Rick. Um, art gallery show that's going to happen and that post does so much worse and it's because it felt like um, just a little ad for something you're doing rather than a personal moment Yeah. whereas if you just take your personal moments that are already getting people uh, attention organically as like a buddy sharing something with friends then you tack your ad onto that thing boom boom exactly you take posts that are already doing well um, on their own 
uh, honestly, and then you put your claptrap on top of that. Because otherwise, it just feels like uh, you catch up with a friend, and the first thing you're saying is like trying to get him to go to something. Well, you first, you want to be like, hey, what's going on? How was uh, your thing? Is your baby turning out okay? Baby still shaped all right? Good. Then you, you catch up with your friend, yeah. and then you, then you hype him on your stuff. Then you try yeah. to get him to join the L- and, MLM. And don't, yeah. and don't, and you know, <laughs> and don't lie. Remember, you can only have AIDS like once. You right. know what I mean? So says you, buddy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was cured and got it again. Yeah. 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 How many? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Well, how many grandparents do you have dying all the time? <laughs> yeah. So many grandparents. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the thing is like make posts that have like valuable content anyway and then tack your addy thing on there and i forgot why that was a thing i was saying anyway you're getting sentimental on us it's cool i was should we do uh should do that second round yeah i got a quick thornton Billy for you can't believe we're at the half Woo! I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-507-3114-800-507-3114-800-507-3114. That's 800-507-3114. Been trying to get rid of your stubborn belly fat, but it doesn't want to leave you? Or maybe you want to get that extra ripped look. Now you can reach your goals the keto way. Ketosis is the metabolic state where your body burns fat for energy. And the best way to turn your body into a fat-burning, weight-losing machine is with Advanced Keto Plus. And right now, for our radio listeners only, you can get two bottles free when you order two bottles. You get to try out keto at our best discount ever. Plus, call now and we will also send you a free 28-day meal plan keto ebook with your first order. Burn your stubborn belly fat and get ripped today the keto way. Call right now to order. Buy two bottles for only $49.99 each and get two bottles free. 800-417-2119. 800-417-2119. Your news. Favorite internet radio station, RadioVegas.rocks. That's right. Woo! Greasy conversation. There's a dot com if you need it. Dot com. Dot com. We've got news notes. Let's do it at the same time, Mike. Ready? Dot com. All right. I thought, I wasn't sure if you were saying dot com or news notes. It didn't matter. Okay. It's just about the harmony moment. Yeah. It's about the spirit of the evening. I like it. You guys touching the, the um, are you feeling the touch of the spirit of the evening? That's what I want to ask to our audience today. These other podcasts, I might just be producing yeah. and chipping in. But this one, I want to take a, like a specific leadership role in bringing you the feeling of the touch of the evening. Woo! Yeah, it's like the Dance purple. Dance to the beat of the rhythm of the night. That's right. We could do it to the morning light. All right. Um, 
the can't stop believing. Yeah, don't yes. stop believing. Don't stop believing. Ain't nothing gonna bring me down. Yeah, Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Can't stop believing. Yeah. yeah, literally can't. I'm thinking of that junior senior song. Do you guys remember that? Everybody. I don't remember any songs, man. Yeah, what the. <laughs> what the, what's, I totally junior senior song. it's literally God. the one hit junior senior junior senior you guys <laughs> the wow. music video is insane you know what I don't miss about the the 90s uh, Gloria Estefan you don't miss Gloria I Estefan don't miss, I, I don't miss I was trying her. to quote her a minute ago <laughs> the same thing with the rhythm of the night or something yeah it's no, it was the other that's one. totally what that reminded me of when you said that was Gloria Estefan she yeah. was great though she was a great she really she had some jams for sure she really did she really did <laughs> And, and yet, and yet, uh, bothered by her to this day. Yeah, yeah. Haunted even. The, who's the guy? Marks. Marky Mark? No, no. Marks. Karl Marx. Karl that's Karl right. Yeah, yeah Karl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been a great name for an '80s band. <laughs> no, we're gonna make it about communism again. <laughs> it's like the, watch everything in this show like starts like dragging us towards socialism Co- debates. Yeah. And this is how you this is how you get socialism. This is how you get socialism. <laughs> this is how you do it. Do you Karl- want socialism? This is how you get socialism. Karl Marx and the communists. <laughs> great band, though. Great band. Great band. Great Tip man. your waitress. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. This is. This is an interesting idea for uh, the future of film. It's a VR film slash game with AI characters. So the idea is like. Also, it's like uh, got NPCs. Yeah, it's like a film or film slash game VR environment with AI that will do different things each time. So even if it's like some type of movie type thing, it will be different. Oh, it looks beautiful. But too. even like more, even not, not like a choose your own adventure type thing either. It'll just like. Well, it says you could watch or play. Oh, cool. Yeah, and this is like very introductory. This is like proof of concept type thing. Um, this is the second time we've showed like a really revolutionary game idea because last episode, episode, we showed this uh, video game that's the, the, lay, the, the layout, the, the whole scenery was like a fractal. So fractal like in, space, yeah. And one of these, you move towards the middle. And it just keeps coming at you, and you never actually arrive in the middle. There is no middle, yeah. Yeah, and then there's another one where you're falling, and you can shoot every floor that you fall past has your enemy, and you can shoot them as you keep falling. You just keep shooting at them, and ah. eventually they die. It's like just copies of them that go by as you keep huge, falling. It's like infinite later yeah. layers, yeah. and there's a copy of each character on each layer. So you can like shoot down at layers, like the enemies or anywhere. Yeah, it's just wow. crazy, but yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, and everything just repeats it has layers. and echoes. Yeah. And yeah. ruffles has ridges. Oh, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> it's one of the greatest that's conspiracies the of our and time. Wavy lays by the same company have like double the size ridges. That's true. They do. They got mega ridge. <laughs> wavy lays, you guys. Yeah, that's it's a, a scam. Th- that's my secret yeah. Thanksgiving. They're best when the tide is in. <laughs> but if you want those Thanksgiving secrets with the, the Thanksgiving coming up, you guys bring on the wavy lays. Throw those ruffles away. Just bam. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving the same company your money. It's both free to lay, but it's this red bag instead of blue bag. I don't mean it political again. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, everything's man. can't talk about anything. Oh, you can't. <laughs> That's just yeah. Good times. This is some a uh, little bit of little bit of terror. A woman in Australia discovered her headaches were caused by. Tapeworm larva in her brain. Oh, 
Greg, why do you have something in filming people's brains news? Why do you always have the thing, the something's wrong Dude, with the brain like, in the news? You always catch those. This is like, this is like my nighttime stories and shit. That's how I fall asleep. Larva Sleeping eating. like a fucking baby, dog. Brain injuries freak me out the most because like, you could uh, perceive like hallucinate things or pain or like reality just distorts, but it's inside your own reality perceptor. It's just like so meta as far as any kind of like injury or thing that can go wrong. Like, uh, I just have this like nightmare fantasy of like, uh, have, suddenly having an aneurysm and everything's like crooked and the wrong color and my, it smells weird and itches in my face and I'm dying suddenly. What if you had that and you kept saying, yeah, I've got this thought, you know, just worming around in there. Just, I haven't been able to, <laughs> to you know. <laughs> Get it, you know, bring it out to reality. I can't get it past my lips. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out it's because there's an actual worm. That's it's actually worming. Right. Oh, and it, just and it was trying to communicate with you. you know? <laughs> that was it, trying to communicate. Well, there's that. Um, uh, th- thing like that, that was it, it was that was it trying to pay you rent <laughs> <laughs> with, yeah. with its ideas. Yeah. What is that thing that like supposedly almost half of people have that you get from cats? The Debt. <laughs> 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 oh, <damn>. Greg? <laughs> Histoplasmosis. Yeah, Greg or has a toxoplasmosis. Cat- oh, th- yeah, toxoplasmosis. Greg has a cat addiction. Oh, all right. We don't know if he's got the toxo. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fuck, man. But this thing, it gets into rats' brains and makes them sexually attracted to the smell of cat urine, which really? makes them more likely to get eaten by a cat, which is how the thing gets back into cats to then get pooped out. They say, like, that's reason why some, like, cat ladies exist. But I don't awesome. know, like, how realistic that is. But it is something that, like, infects a lot of people. A high percentage super... of motorcycle drivers have this and other risk-taking things. Yeah. It's associated with risk-taking behavior. Hmm. Yeah. So I always wonder Taking if there are risks. We might all be the kind of impulsive, avoiding of regular full-time job, um, animal owner kind of people to have this <laughs> kind of craziness. This kind of, like, risk-taking? No, I'm, like, super risk-averse. Yeah, that's the one thing. Well, the thing is, career-wise, I'm not risk-averse at all. Like, yeah. I really stay away from, like, stable jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> Can't take that. Fuck the system. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, yes, I, th- so I feel like it might be on my own flavor of it. And then, like... 401k. I don't even want 1k. <laughs> <laughs> Fight the power. Of them. Yeah, you got... You I'm got, a key man. <laughs> Mike, you got like bunny. You're like bunny lady cats. Yeah, like I've bunny. got jumping cats. I I've call got them four bunnies. <laughs> uh, Damn, three son. of them they get along. One that's like separate. Then we're still trying to see if we can get them to like coexist. Mm-hmm. Bunnies are bitches. If you didn't know this, are they? they they're super cliquish. So you could bring another bunny and they will just fight to the death. Damn. They're they're crazy nuts. Some of these bunnies. So, um, but we got four bunnies. I have two desert tortoises. Damn. Son. Tortles. <laughs> I've tortellini. Got tortellinis. I've got two desert tortellinis. <laughs> I've got my, my two Pidgey Pidges. And then I've got um, what, three dogs. Damn. And I've got three dogs, yeah. And one of them is an old man who just had cataract surgery. Damn. And I, have, and I have grandparents. Or my family that lives with me. My dad and my, my mother. I wonder if oh, I could have canine LASIK at like a lower cost. Just so human <laughs> LASIK. <laughs> Yeah, right? I know it's not cataract surgery. It's Look, I'm gonna tell you the deal, price is the same. Oh, okay. I'm gonna tell you it was like it was like <laughs> seriously it was like four grand. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that dog sees stuff so good now, probably. Oh, That's so good, man. Fucking pet surgery, no joke. Shit'll bankrupt you, dog. Yeah, yeah. He that 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 dog we spent a lot of money on over the years, but he's totally worth it. You know what I mean? If it's a part of your family, it's part of your family. Part of your yeah, family. Totally. It's not good eating anyway. It, no, <laughs> so they're it's they're not. No, dog meat's terrible, you guys. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> and don't lick bees. No, yeah. you think part of the bee is safe to lick, but it can turn around at any moment. Yeah, because I always thought their tummies had honey on them. Oh. That is not the case. For me, it was their fuzzy little butts. Oh, Especially when you see a, a bunch of them on something, it's just mm. all their fuzzy little wings floating around. Like, oh, it's like butterfly kisses for my tongue. Right. Yeah, but they turn around. Yep. No, so you, you guys got to like pluck off the legs and you can suck the pollen off. Yeah. The problem but is, is they're, they're, real, they're real shifty. They may weather you, you know, like, that's true. Well, if you pluck off the legs, don't they still have the stinger time, or they just can't aim it at you with the legs all plucked off? I don't know off? they do, but it's a fucking bee, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like this big. What are they going to fucking do? Yeah, like you'll use one way or another, you win. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's true. Oh, Fuck you, B. Uh, before we go, move on from the brain shit. I was. Do you think they're, they're like cordyceps for humans? There's just like secret cordyceps for humans and like. A third of the population is infected with some weird brain fungus. Like, that's just how it is. But we can't, no one knows. Wow. I feel like that would explain certain shows. It would explain like, a fucking lot. You guys, what television programs do you, do you think, think are probably only watched by people with a certain brain fungus? <laughs> I, I have no fucking clue because I don't know. I haven't watched anything about TV in like years. Well, like, I don't, I've, I've got some really smart, voice. really cool people. I'm calling similar totally that like uh they really like this show i'm talking about glee oh glee yeah <laughs> i just some really I cool people like that show but drive. i feel like i'm missing a brain fungus when i'm watching it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just not on the i'm just not on the right wavelength for yeah it. you know what i mean seems quality but not for me I'm right really totally respected a lot while fully disliking it kind of like james hatfield's voice is like that too like i get it I, I, I think it's not bad, but it's yeah. very much not for me. That's me and the Rolling Stones. Oh, understandable. I can't yeah, stand yeah. the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But I hella mad respect for oh, everything yeah. they've done. Fantastic band. They, Mick Jagger, he's got the moves, <laughs> you know? I feel like Rolling Stones is also one that, like, throws shit at the wall and sees what sticks. Oh, they than, totally do. Like, there's so many good songs. They were but Pink Floyd before Pink Floyd. Yeah. There's just so many songs. Like, Pink Floyd... Uh, has just hasn't released as much music as the Stones by even half. Not, yeah, not even remotely close. So it's like the Stones, there's so many more chances for it to be yeah. good because there's just so many I wonder who has instances. released the most albums of all time. Oh. I really feel like Queen should be... Queen or like Elvis. You think... I didn't think Queen had that many they, albums. They were releasing like an album sometimes twice in a year. Oh, cool. Yeah, they released a ton of stuff. I so think that's just so funny that they're looked at of. as such an incredible band because they had tons of stuff that like was awful. <laughs> that's uh, a move. Says Here's the legendarily weird Frank Zappa has wow. released 119 albums. What? 100 studio albums, 13 compilations, and six rock operas. That is that is insane. Yo. Nice, wow. old Jamie Zappa. here looking it up the facts. Frankie Funky. Z. Nice. That's what we call him on the streets. Oh, yeah. Fucking Captain Zaps. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Zaps. Oh, shit. oh yeah, this is a good episode. I declared because oh, Captain yeah. Zaps is already coming up. Boom. <laughs> All right. We're winning. Let's go. All right, let's go away some like brain worms and shit. Uh, this is just this is just some good old fun. Uh, this artist just created a bunch of um, 
posters for U.S. national parks, parks based on bad Yelp reviews of national parks. Okay, okay. <laughs> Someone is like... So uh, the posters are based on bad reviews? Money. Yeah, so this poster, I'm guessing, yeah, Yellowstone, Yellowstone. it says, save yourself some money, boil some water at home. <laughs> this is on IFL Science, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, about Capitol Reef National Park. Somewhat, somewhat bland. Somewhat bland. Uh, a lot of these are great. Uh, Yosemite. <laughs> these look like that kind of marketing. Yeah, too. Yosemite <laughs> National Park. Trees block view, and there are too many gray rocks. <laughs> too, too many gray rocks. Where's the HOA? Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's fucking mountains, dude. <laughs> Jesus stuff, Christ. Gotta trim it. Trim it up. Or, okay, Br Bryce Canyon National Park. <laughs> fucking A. Too orange, too spiky. They could have been talking about Trump. You'd have never known. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you guys, I like my national parks really spiky, though. Uh, me too. I feel like that's the spikier, the, the better. Right? It's, that's what's special. That's Nobody what goes to the Appalachians and goes, wow. You know? Yeah, they're like all this blunt crap. Yeah. I'm not spiky. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. And like, what is it like? Grand Tetons? Man, I just don't Spike Like, it it's the fucking outside. <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah. yeah, some of it looks awesome, but, like, don't get your foot. Like, it's just fucking mountains and shit, uh, it's man. It's not like, going to dance for you. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like my mountains like I like my boobies. Spiky. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Holy shit. This, this about Grand Canyon. A very, very large hole. Yeah. That's wow. accurate. It's kind of rifty, too. I feel like it's more of a yeah. crack, to be honest. These people. Just what's this one? Okay, Grand Teton <laughs> National Parks. All I saw was a lake, mountains, and some trees. There's some breasty-shaped mountains, though. Grand Tetons, ho holla. Dude, these are like, the Grand Tetons right man, now. What do people us. fucking expect going outside? <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ, man. The only thing to do around here is walk around dancing. <laughs> no one's really that bitter, but it's fun yeah. to pretend to be bitter about the outside. Why don't you go ahead and do that in Namibia and see how you <laughs> see how you like that one? Do this one. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. White, one star. <laughs> white Sands National Park. Literally miles of white sand. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I love these. And, like, the, the art style of these is just it's great. It's the most racist desert we have. Very true. <laughs> very true. Presidents wouldn't even, uh, yeah, whatever. You guys, Joshua trees, it's one of the only trees that has limbs that can glow, grow, grow downward rather than just upward. That's interesting. The branches can go downward, too. Named after uh, people thinking they saw the prophet Joshua in the desert. Well, really? It grows in such a narrow band what of... What are they smoking? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's ancient um, uh, ex you know, translations of the Old Testament when it was like the Torah or whatever. Yeah. That um, if you go back to some of the ancient languages that stuff was originally in, there's mention specifically of a word that means the same thing as cannabis and also references to what's most likely psychedelic mushrooms. What, what and some if, of the ancientest texts we've been doing What if these ancient that. texts were really nothing more than like drive through menus, <laughs> you know? For like Greek yarrows. It'd be crazy. Yeah. And well, if we just we just kinda created like our own language. You think about that burning bush, like what yeah. kind of plant was that like bush? The, you know like what I'm saying? The dude who who figured out how to read hieroglyphs, like, how do we know you didn't just fucking make it up? <laughs> you know what I mean? How do we know you weren't just like, ah, I'm not getting anywhere, I'm just gonna come up with some shit. That definitely That's happened. There's there's history books, like there's some stuff about ancient Egypt that we read in elementary school that have been proven false later. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, lots of sh- yeah, like, like they could pee upwards. They can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no one can. Yeah. We were told that all the time as kids. <laughs> Watch out for Egyptians, kids. Yeah, they I pee mean, upwards. I mean, they never even mentioned that like the pyramids, like, I mean, line up to communicate with aliens. Yeah, right? they didn't even mention aliens at all. I'm like, yeah, no. it's fucking disappointing. Yeah, man. That the urine comes out of the top of the helmet like a choo-choo yeah. train. <laughs> they also didn't tell you that there's no AC in there. <laughs> I would have been very disappointed had I gone. I would have right. expected AC, and there would have been none, and. I yeah. would have been tragically uh, a one star. Or that the Egyptians could use electricity. Yeah. Right? Well, they if also they didn't talk about that one pyramid that had AC. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. It's like, wow, <laughs> this one has AC, though. <laughs> they, they, they were, like, super clever. Supposedly, the pyramids, with their metal coating, was able to glow with static electric, like, field time. Whoa. From, like, static electricity forming from the river receding and going in and out can build an electric charge like your body and there's knows chambers when you got that, that would like hold the charge like ancient capacitors that's and then as the future pyramids they would make them bigger and out of a different metal to get um and like the metals they chose fits with um them getting like brighter like street light time from this glowing pyramid for the for the city that's kind of cool uh so cool i really want that to be true it's, it checks out with what i know about science <laughs> Yeah, I don't trust it unless it comes from Wikipedia. You know, that's... Yeah, it's got to take its time there. Yeah. It's got to make sure it's somewhere where strangers can edit it. It's got to simmer in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's got to simmer in there. It's where, where facts ruminate. Ruminate. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Yeah, where am I at? Hey, can you believe how long we've, we've alcohol has been around? Yeah. I mean, alcohol. Yeah. That's crazy. Not only that, but I was just hearing that like um, uh, science at large and animal science and biology has been really dishonest, almost cover-uppy about how many animals in the wildlife kingdom yes. uh, get get fucked up. Dude, it's they're quite like birds love to get fucked. Up. Oh yeah, there's so many bringing animals, it back to birds. So many examples where there's some kind of recreational drug that they get in the wild out mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. Or like, like fermented fruits them. and shit. Yeah. yeah, so many examples that they'll use responsibly yep. even. Badgers, and, boars. And one of the animals will use less responsibly, and they'll ostracize the animal and mock them and yeah. and like hopefully. Uh, you learned like, your lesson. Yeah, especially if that one's missing a parent. And, and another thing, I, I don't think people understand. We take for granted the fact that we can just, you know, get water from a tap now. Mm-hmm. You know, especially you just got to go back a couple hundred years. You know, the, the West, they, they drank so much liquor because the it water was, was dirty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the only thing safe. So it's a weird thought that's true. Yeah. Drunk all the time because you, it's the only way to stay <laughs> hydrated. Yeah, you couldn't drink like water. <laughs> I had to drink at least one. Yeah. Killed the worms. Killed them worms, <laughs> dog. <laughs> brain worms, dog. <laughs> oh god! Ah! <laughs> brain worm time. It's like uh, it's like that one episode of Star Trek. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Q. It's not about Q, but it's about Q. Humans <laughs> have have digested so much liquor in their gajillion years of existence. How do we not have two livers? What's well, ridiculous? <clears throat> right. I'm it's, surprised. That's something that radically varies. Maybe accidentally made another kidney. Oh shit. Well, that's, that's one of those things that varies with race a lot. Yeah. Uh, certain people with certain ethnic backgrounds, Irish, can drink a ton. And then and like, survive. others, like yeah. the Native Americans, yeah. can't. Have none of the holding on to it time. Yeah. yeah or true. hold on to it too good. I don't like, uh, I feel like I wasn't built for liquor. I'd get, I get, uh, even with the Polish genes, I there's wake a lot up of, unhappy the next day. Really? I watched like a documentary on it because there's a lot of misconceptions about like, 
like super tall and buff dudes or like just big guys in general are better at holding their liquor and like that's not necessarily true at all like that doesn't have anything to do with it yeah i think it's more metabolism based. yeah it's a it's a metabolic thing because oh, that I, makes and, sense to me I, and a great example of that is I'm, I'm a tiny guy and now like i could drink and drink and be totally fine but i did a, a bodybuilding show uh after the show we ha- i hadn't eaten in like three days i hadn't had any water in days i did like so cut and shit yeah. yeah exactly to get all cut and ripped and then we decided to go for sushi afterwards to celebrate. We all did one shot of sake. Dropped it, put it down. The sushi was going by me. I picked up my chopsticks. And by the time I picked up my chopsticks to grab the sushi, I was so drunk my hand fell. Damn. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then, like, um, not even 30 seconds later, I immediately had to go to the restroom. So Damn. I got up. I stumbled my way to the bathroom, peed out, walked out completely sober stone cold sober <laughs> like it had it. never had happened before. that's crazy yeah oh my gosh sake's snuck up on me weird Ooh. i feel like i don't have the genes for that one at all uh, sake to me yeah it like gets me double drunk dude that's sake quick. bombs what's even what's worse is uh it's when i get it all over my friend's soju? car door soju it's good stuff soju like i had a buddy who it was like my 21st birthday and he brought that back from because he was stationed in korea and he came back with some soju. And we're just like mixing it with Kool-Aid and you can't even taste it. Dang. And like, that's the first time I've like hallucinated on alcohol. Shout <laughs> the only time I've been. Shout out to our drummer, Danny. We're going to do more greasy conversation music soon. Okay. I owe him a car wash. I yeah. got Saki that had been previously in my body all over his car door. Oh, oh damn, son. Oh, yeah. Happens, oh my gosh, I've thrown up on Saki. Right? Out of the back of a Mazda Tribute. Ah. Uh, Good time. Nice. This was, this was, wait for it, uh, Kia. No, like, Hyundai. 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 This is I really mean, important. You're a fun guy if, if you gonna, puke in a Hyundai. Yeah. If you're going to throw up out of any cars, I mean, those are the cars to throw up out of. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, dude, that's middle class. Look out. Expand the middle class. Oh, it's political again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's talk about some boxes. Yeah, so this is... Uh, is this a, let's like, talk about a woman's box. I was going to yeah. say... I was hoping it was that kind. <laughs> so this is actually about a Texas woman who has apparently been on a 19-year streak of stealing shit from stores and packages off of people's doorsteps. Wow. And selling it on eBay to the tune of uh, approximately $3.8 million. Or That's what she's being asked to pay in restitution. Nobody thought about stopping this chick like 18 years ago? I, hey, she must be. She Why must be like a mastermind, dog. Yeah. Why, what happened to mail theft being a crime? Because I've had so much mail stolen, especially in my previous place. Like the someone would just come by, and you know those walls of little doors, and the the post person just opens the lock to open the whole wall of little doors, puts mm-hmm. the mail in, closes, and you would just open your little door. Yeah. Someone would just come and kick that wall in the middle, Hi-ya. so the whole thing would buckle and then swing open, and, and then the mailman mail. would just come and put the mail on the little slot as if there weren't doors, wow. and everyone's mail was just there. Jeez. And I would get stuff stolen regularly, complained all the time, and uh, that apartment complex went through three owners. It's ah, just not good nightmarish. Times. Tory Pines. That's just li- Listen, don't live on Tory Pines in Charleston. You Is know that, the apartment that complex. Good, all, that's like a lot of Vegas apartment complexes. Yeah, though. it's hopeless. Yeah, They've been true. through too many owners. Only dishonest people have owned that place now, I'm sure. I mean, it's been years. Maybe it's honest people now, but it's so cursed. 
to have like three generations of dishonest owners. Where's it, it at? Where's this location? Torrey Pines in Charleston. Avoid yeah, it. that's just awful. Yeah, the whole area is awful. Yeah, awful, awful. That's near the college. Yeah, there's a nice school yeah, there. Yeah, there's a yeah. nice college. Awful. There's probably people that are awful that walk nearby it, but living there was awful, yeah. Yeah, awful. <laughs> yeah, dun, just, dun, just dun. plain awful. It's awful. I wish I could remember. Lantana. Lantana. Suck it, Lantana. Lantana. Yeah, one star. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do we got? All right. We got NASA launching its new $23 million toilet to the ISS. To the That's space station. amazing. Yo, I would shit all up in this toilet man. i hope it comes with a squatty potty right it looks crazy but i like oh my God. i mean a, a toilet in space man how the fuck does it work dog just a little bit of just a little bit of suction you guys <laughs> america has the best toilets america has the best space toilets we made the best space toilet first we're continuing to have the best space toilets that's expensive for a toilet but we're going to make that money back we're going to sell this to other countries other country we're a design hub in this country it's true we've, we've lost a lot of uh building stuff uh work but who cares like we've got the smart people work designing the stuff that gets built until it gets ripped off like um and toilet. like this toilet exactly we should be so proud of this i like, I like how it's in a i like how it's in a soundproof <laughs> room <laughs> like the thing around it? oh yeah yeah like do you have to be like do you have to be like ratcheted up to this thing and like why, That's why, what it looks like. Yeah. Why do you need noise reduction? That really concerns me. There's bars all around it. Like it's going to get like, uh, you know, that the bullet time shots in the Matrix. Oh, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I feel like they hook you up to it. And then the, the sound padding is to hide your screams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it looks it. crazy. Nobody like, knows what like, happens in the $23 million dollar toilet. Right? So much sound testing involved with this. Like the acoustics <laughs> seem so relevant <laughs> to this toilet. Like you, it really masks your farts and these things can really tell. The <laughs> We've created a $23 million dollar toilet. But the acoustics, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Make it 24. Million because yeah. we gotta handle yeah. these acoustics. No one's, no one's gonna hear you shit, dog. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh my no, god. It looks great, but like the thing that like no one real like how hard it is to develop normal shit in zero gravity. Yeah. Like just shit you wouldn't think of. Like there's people like trying to figure out an effective way for people to have sex in space for like long term space for like, like in different the future. Methods? Like yeah. positions? Or like how to do it, like floating around in zero gravity. Well, yeah, because you got to brace off stuff. Yeah. So like. So like one person's got to like hold ropes, another person's got to like push off yeah. the wall. Yeah. Or like things you can like Sounds strap, awesome. like weird, like blankets you can strap to a wall, so you're both kind of secured under oh, the blanket. You know, shit like, like, a like that. Bungee blanket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is another way NASA could make all this money back. Because I get a subscription service to right? zero gravity porn all day, even if it's these like old like mustache need a people. Just to use that toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you don't he doesn't know how to use the three seashells. No. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's all that reminds me of. Well, Fucking hey, dude. Demolition man, right? Demolition, yeah. Demolition, yeah. Demolition yeah. man. And they're guys. making a demolition man too. Finally. With Stallone in it? No. Yeah. No. Is he? Stallone yes. and Wesley uh, Snipes. Yes. Both I coming back. Snipes. I don't need Stallone back. Fuck I'm over yeah. WSSD dog. Right. What would Sylvester Stallone do? Still gonna watch it. Yeah. That's yeah, script thief. Everyone is yeah. going to. I just, I just hope Taco Criminal. Bell is still mainstream, you know? Yeah. So I was a classic <laughs> flick, man. Yeah, bring up Stallone without we me. went from toilets to Taco Bell. It's kind of appropriate. And calling Stallone a script thief. <laughs> <laughs> Not letting it go. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen Oscar? Uh-uh. 
Watch Oscar. Okay. Oscar Is that Oscar. another one he claimed to write, but just co-wrote? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he co-wrote it, but I do know By that co-wrote, he co-wrote, I mean stole from another writer. <laughs> but it is a fantastic movie. Oscar. 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 Yes. Media recommendation, you all. Yes, Oscar. Sylvester right, Stallone right. movie. You never knew you, that was out there. Cool. All right. Should we do our last, our last little bit? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. This part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. Your home. You're a diabetic. You need supplies, but you don't want to visit the pharmacy. What do you do? Call U.S. Med for home delivery of your supplies. If you have diabetes and you're worried about going to a crowded pharmacy, pick up the phone in the safety and comfort of your home and let U.S. Med deliver them to you with free shipping. And now if you test your blood sugar four more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to get a new continuous glucose monitor at little or no cost, which may eliminate the pain of pricking your fingers and helps you make smarter diabetes decisions. Plus, we'll send you a 90-day supply and bill your insurance company for you. Get some peace of mind. Call U.S. Med today. 800-451-4785. 800-451-4785. That's 800-451-4785. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-626-6538-800-626-6538. Be sure to get your mix of music. Listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store. And check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. Backwards. 
You're listening to Greasy Conversation with Mad Mike from Two Clueless Dudes. In the house, y'all! Just throw a .com on it for past episodes. They're worth it. Fridays at 5 also is don't, when you... Two don't change your dang life. Yeah. We're so informative, and we use all of the real scientists. Yeah, of, all of the real ones. Of sciencing. And I get to produce that one, too. You do. And they let me talk uh, more than I deserve. And it's so great. It's so fantastic. if you like me, this is something I'm doing that's more popular than this even. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> why not pile you guys on it too? You know, it's also something I really love about Mad Mike specifically. Even though on both of our shows, they're pretty apolitically political. Um, and yeah. I feel like really include everybody. I think that's really cool that it works like that in real life outside of like the mainstream media or how people perceive life might be. Absolutely. Like, I know that I, against my own will, lean more left than I even want to be, trying to be, like, I want to be diplomatic and neutral and stuff, but it's just one of those things where, like, it should be about half the population if the marketing is happening right to divide us or whatever. Yeah. Um, and perfect example of that is, Mike. I fit right in that conservative libertarian. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're uh, as conservative as I am liberal and lean yeah. as right as I lean left. Yeah. And yet we all always can get along and straight up agree on things. Yeah, that absolutely. We're, like, we're almost pushed, so, like, in this faux government society thing to disagree on we actually can hella find yeah. agreements actually talking You're to each other nurtured to fight yeah totally. exactly to be argumentative exactly and it doesn't have to be that way look this is this is what this is the only difference here okay this is it people that lean left have a certain opinion that's all it is an opinion oh, yeah. on how they believe things should go the right has their own opinion totally. on how things should go now they're not the same but that's the whole point of politics yeah. is to gather publicly and to come to an agreement. Yeah, and find common ground and understand exactly. each other. Commonalities. And, have, and yeah. have actual discussions yeah. about things. <laughs> so, like, we can iron out, the like, what right. do we disagree about? Yeah. What like, can we come to terms with? You say, you know, let's do universal health care. As a Republican, I say, well, that doesn't work. He says, well, we got to do something. I say, okay, well, what do yeah. you got? Well, yeah, exactly. We find something that fills the same roles, yeah. and maybe it's, maybe it ends up completely different, but it feels like the same thing to me. That's great. Yeah, as long <laughs> as you know, the whole point is for both sides to feel unfulfilled yet still get something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because if one side is completely happy, then the other side isn't. You know what I mean. And then totally. you've got consternation, and so you're trying to find the balance. That's that's only, that's totally and completely and utterly what politics is about. And if you're arguing with anybody online. Do yourself a favor and stop. No, yeah, because totally, it, for sure. it does Absolutely. not matter. Yeah, you will not change anyone's mind. You, they're not going to change your mind. Mm-hmm. The only person that can change your mind is you. For sure. Period. And you're going to be happier and calmer and have a better social media experience. Yeah. Take it from me. When you look uh, for ways to agree with people. Yeah. And, or for ways to meet common ground and ways to say, like, maybe my view is slanted on this. How can I balance it with this friend? It often feels opposite of me on things, yet I always agree with them in the end. (laughs) I'm pro-Trump, but I'm not pro-Trump for the reasons that other people are. I have my own reasons. I have my own very specific reasons why I would prefer that president over another. Yeah, and for me, I I look at you as as someone that's not just like 100% this guy's my dude. It's more like this is what I'm stuck with that's closer to me than the other options. Honestly, had the Democratic Party gone... With and they, they never would have, but had they gone with Tulsi Gabbard, I'd have been on board, one hundred percent. I love her as a candidate. I love her ideas. I love the way that she addresses her policy. She's great. 
And I feel She's like a good moderate left. Most of the actual human beings that I know that are afraid to admit they're Trump supporters would absolutely have gone with Tulsi too, or like really anyone else yeah. that represented them in a sea of people that aren't representing them. Yeah. And I have sympathy for that. And I, I think <laughs> it's because somebody like Tulsi, like as a conservative, you could see that she, out of all of this, she doesn't have crazy ideas, you know, to, to at least to, to, they're not so far out there that it's hard for somebody who, of a conservative nature to kind of grasp because we like things the same. We like to keep things close, tight knit. Yeah. But she's, she understands that yet still has her own democratic view. Yeah. And I, think I that love that about great. her. Yeah. yeah. That, that's great. She can kind of communicate with both parties and that's a huge thing. Another one is the eye patch guy. Oh, uh, he is a, he's a Republican. That's yeah. Dan Crenshaw. If he ever runs for office, the guy is absolute. He's an absolute G. That's another Republican that I yeah. know a lot of Democratic uh, folks yeah. down with. Oh, Dan do, Crenshaw doing is the an same incredible guy. Awesome, like bringing people together from the other side. Mm-hmm. And I want, I really want to see more of that because it turns into this like way of dividing us to make it easier to market to us and easier to distract and manipulate us when we're divided. Manufactured consent. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I look at when I, I see news. I say, OK, is this news trying to divide me? Then I, I'm not going to do that thing. I mean, it's, it's that simple. Totally. You know, learn, learn from the mistakes that other people are making yeah. and realize that you, you could be making them, too. And like question every single goddamn news source, because like <laughs> yeah. all the major news sources are all, run, all like owned by what, six or seven different companies exactly. or some shit. The best way to get actual information what's happening in your government is a .gov, period. Yeah. Read the policies, folks. That's all you got to do. You want to know what bills are being passed? Read them. You want to know what's not getting through? They'll tell you. Yeah. Yep. Follow your, follow your, your Senate people. Yeah. Follow your congressmen. They will inform you as to what is happening. And don't let people pressure you on who to vote for as if like some vote doesn't count. Because yeah. if you vote for someone that doesn't win, it doesn't mean that vote doesn't count. It means that everyone on both parties is going to look at what they can add to their platform next time beside, uh, based on the votes they lost. Yeah, so absolutely. if they lost your vote because you voted for someone else, even though that person didn't win, they're still going to look at how they can incorporate those policies to get you next time. That, and, and, you know, you could be an area could be to where it should be a landslide victory, but due to, you know, a political tactic called gerrymandering, yeah. even though they could have a majority, they could still wind up losing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally. You, happens I mean, a lot. It happens yeah. a lot. So your, your vote still matters. Absolutely. Especially on a local level. Totally. Even yeah. if it's for someone that, like, could not possibly win, it's still a vote for those policies that goes to people that make policy decisions later, yeah. looking at those statistics. I was, yeah, when I was, like, 18, I was definitely one of those, like, disillusioned, and I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter, it's all rigged and shit, but... Now, I mean, I'll tell anyone, like, just vote. Just, just fucking vote, vote man. I, I won't ever tell anyone who to vote for. I don't actually care who you vote for. Yeah. But just fucking vote, dude. Yeah, and anybody sure. that has, like, a, a, an, an opinion on the debate that happened and, and they want to they wanna wax political, then you weren't paying attention. That was a great debate. It was like, it was like a geriatric UFC fight. It was fantastic. <laughs> that yeah. was great. I'm, I, I should have made popcorn. I'm waiting to see highlights of the debate. I couldn't <laughs> handle it in real time. It's but, it very silly, but th- th- a lot of debates are that way. It's yeah. People think they're supposed to be like this class. I don't think they realize that even Lincoln, uh, the Lincoln and his opposition, they did not like each other, and things got real nasty between them. Oh, yeah, so Lincoln was often. totally um, cool for being less classy and like more, like Lincoln brought. was more Trumpy than people admit. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
these two are stuffed together, so I had to take two. Turns out. Oh, I'm good. These double stuffed? These are the most stuffed. Oh, my gosh. The most. Here you go. Look. Stuff. stuff. This is another uh, thing you'll get uh, two clueless dudes is some mm. unique food experiences. So while you're munching that, munching, I have to mention, I don't think this is just a, a humorous observation. Mm. I don't mean any political influence by this, but it's unusual that I can't find at least any of my friends from either side, uh, liberal or conservative friends, that are really like uh, sincerely pro-Biden on his own. Yeah. <laughs> they might be like, for like, oh, I want that party or I want that vice president or I want some of these policies. Like, even if he but doesn't... I can't find like a single Biden supporter. The, the issue is, even if, if you even if he doesn't go with the, the, you know, that radical side of the left, he doesn't, if mm. he doesn't go far left and he just goes to hit the left that he had during the Obama administration, which is, he'll probably land somewhere in there. Like, that was still... Not fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's kind of the that's kind of the issue. I, I, I mean, it's not that he was terrible. It's yeah. just it wasn't fantastic. You can't make a a, um, a party based on just like oh, I'm not the other one. Yeah. that's the thing. Exactly. The, when you have a party that what just are you like, gonna do as president? Eh. The whole thing I'm gonna do is not be <laughs> the right. other guy. That yeah. never works as a platform. <laughs> it doesn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Tell me what you're gonna do. Let me hear your actual policy. Yeah. Things like that. If and it's you know just opposite this person, it never never does well. <laughs> if I felt like if I felt like Biden had good policy, or his own policy rather than just opposite policy, exactly right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And if I didn't think that he would accidentally get lost in like the White House, <laughs> you know, then I would definitely vote for him. I know, especially because like wasn't that the whole problem <laughs> that like oh Trump's too old, he's too senile and stuff. So like this is the replacement. Yeah, who's paying attention? It's just this, like what what can we get the most corporate control out of? Let's he's see. going to be eighty two by the time <laughs> he finished office. Just let that yeah. sink in. It's like uh, we get to pick our favorite hand puppet. <laughs> he's as it's old as Wayne him. Newton. Let that sink oh, in. God. Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> well, do we have any like fun giggles to? to oh, we've got a few more minutes. I thought we were already. Yeah, super I did. Then. I did find these uh, badass pictures of space. Badass, like, badass pictures. pictures of space is uh, badass my comfort pictures food of space. these days. I thought they were jellyfish. That's how cool they are. That's a great comfort food of badass pictures for space. Yeah. Um, so this is from greasyconversation.com to see the pictures. Just click on our news notes. The Chandra X-ray Observatory. And I think the Hubble as well. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so there's just I some got the link right here. badass shit, man. M82, that's cooler than an M80. Oh, yeah, too, too cooler. Too cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, just some cool galaxies. Uh, oh, a I supernova. A supernova 1987A. Kind of looks like a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, that's a sexy galaxy. Sexy galaxy right there. That's like, uh, what is that part in the is cervix? This is just in. Put this just in me. <laughs> <laughs> this supernova 1987A looks uh, looks pretty hot. Uh, like, yeah, you can yeah. see the cervix. It's definitely appealing. Like there's yeah. a, like there's a <laughs> speculum. Oh man. <laughs> I've got the Eta Carinae, which looks like oh this is a, a binary stellar duo of orbiting stars stellar in the midst duo. of a death spiral. Wow. Yeah, it looks like two giant explosions in space surrounded by a giant purple cloud. That's incredible. <laughs> Shit, right? I love that there's a death spiral involved. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you guys know that binary stars might be the norm? We might have an unusual system having really? one, one sun? Thinking, huh? Yeah. 
makes um, sense though. It's like at least more corn than being like, that guy only has one penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. When there's two though, it's yeah. so dope. <laughs> the aliens are gonna go like, oh, you guys only got one penis? What the fuck? Lame. Lame-o. Where's the sharks at? We're just gonna, we're just, we enslave all single penis people. We're gonna go talk to the sharks. <laughs> yeah, the sharks have lots of them. Yeah. So we're we gonna critique each of these, this helix nebula, it's all right. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I ain't kicking it out of bed for eating crackers. The cartwheel car- galaxy, though. Cartwheel galaxy. Whoa, that's cool. There's a lot yeah. going on. It's like a few spiral galaxies with just... Man. I wonder, like, how close they actually are to one another. To each oh, other? Yeah, they yeah like a couple miles. This one could be <laughs> way further away. <laughs> this could be, like, we've yeah. got very wide depth of field, as we say. Right. So right, the yeah. camera time, it's like, not shallow depth of field. This one looks so massive, but that one behind could be, like, five times the size. Yeah, just further oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Due to its, due to its depth. <laughs> Force perspective. Yeah. Ooh, this one's got, Dang. like, I want to squeeze this one between my fingers, this galaxy. Wow. The that's first exactly light. what I imagine a, like an MRI of a hemorrhoid would look like. I was thinking similar. I was thinking <laughs> uh, anal prolapse. Yeah. Oof. Oh, God. <laughs> it's been so long since I've heard the words <laughs> anal prolapse. <laughs> for a, for a moment, that it's coming like, back. It's coming oh, back. Uh, something I the couldn't stop thinking system. about. <laughs> first light, Cassiopeia. Yes, yeah, so this is a supernova remnant. Nice. Remnant. So it's our, this is the aftermath, essentially? Yeah. That's kind of cool, man. It's fucking dope. The remnant. This is after a bear attack. I feel like galaxy. we could bottle that up and sell it. I'd buy it. I wish. Yeah, you want some remnant? You know what some would make dog? so much money mm. is if you could make a robot with like nanotechnology or whatever. Like a chicken? That ended robot up. Chicken? Oh, save that thought. I like it. I all do right. like that. But I'm picturing a jar with fireflies in it, but all the fireflies are little robots that just fly around glowing. So you get that firefly in a jar experience without yeah. insect abuse. Right. And it's like you just solar charge it or whatever. That'd be It'd cool. be so magical. That'd be and they could be different colors. They can fly around and like spell your name. They could hover and say what time it is and in the jar. And go spy on people. Yeah. yeah. If you make it work as a clock, people will buy it. That's Turn the them into attack fireflies. Like, yeah, man. Like, have you guys seen Nixie tube clocks? No. Oh my gosh, you haven't seen a Nixie tube clock? I have not. Nixie get ready, tube. you guys. I can't believe I get to be the first pe- person to show you guys these. I was thinking you were just going to have a watch on a penis. No. So tube these, clock, that's okay. what I was thinking of. I didn't know these were called Nixie clocks. Yeah, so Nixie tubes are a type of uh, display where you have the numbers as glowing wires, like the filaments in a light bulb, and the numbers are in front of each other. So you've just got this pile of these metal grates with glowing wires shaped like numbers in them. That's cool. And whatever number lights up through the other grates of the other numbers in a little tube. So like these, it's just a clock that looks cool, made out of some cool stuff. But the important part is that it's a clock. That's so cool. the fireflies in a jar thing, if the little robot fireflies can arrange themselves to show the time, sold. There we go. I like it. What if they just announce it instead? They're like, hey, it's 11.15. Yeah. It's 4.20. Ah. <laughs> I train them to the take the, the shape of a middle finger anytime somebody goes, oh, those are cute. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's an app for it. Or you just <laughs> shake it and they flip <laughs> you off. Yeah. Why can't we great. have little pet robots? Like, that's little, our own little army of pet robots. Yeah, they, they, want, I call them batteries. Yeah, there's, see, there's an example of something that's yeah. failed. You can lick them. So, <laughs> sure. <laughs> just lick the battery and get a little charge. No, like, there's a lot of pet robots that haven't done that well. Sparky. But I think, like, you do pet robot right. I think we haven't reached, like, we haven't gotten over the wall of, like, pet robots done right yet. See, this is the thing. We're 80s kids, so the idea of a pet robot's kind of like, I don't know if I'm for it, man, because I lived through the Teddy Ruxpin years. 
And that, that thing can give you nightmares. Oh, yeah. It, it can definitely give you nightmares. If you remember the old Teddy Ruxpin. I, 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 I love have Teddy one. Ruxpin. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to hide it. <laughs> I, like, I, I love Teddy Ruxpin, but I was scared as fuck of the, the Snuggles Bear. The Glowworm yeah, Right, yeah, yeah. No, oh, those the com- Snuggles Bear. The, on those commercials, there. dude, that yeah. fucker scared the shit out of me as a kid, man. Oh, well, he had those dead eyes, mm-hmm. and he'd come out of the blankets out of nowhere. Yeah, snuggle. I used to literally have nightmares where he had, like, sharp fangs and shit. Like, shit. man. The dead eyes and the snuggles bear. Yeah. Let me just bring that up as we're talking because it's something <laughs> else. Fucking snuggles bear, dude. I think yeah, it's, actually, it's not the shit like, of nightmares. I don't even think they have commercials for snuggles anymore, do they? No, they got rid know. of that stuff because it was like live action, like or puppetry time. Yeah, this yeah, puppetry yeah. time puppetry was really time. creepy. Ah, uh, see, like there the, he is. There he is, waving, grinning, grinning, dead eyes. I mean, that fucker will murder you, dude. Yeah. Like it's weird, yeah. As a kid, I thought that was like he's, one he's of the, the Ted Bundy of bears, right? <laughs> that was like one of the big fears of like or horror movies in the Jordan 80s was remembers. like the the dolls, like yeah. Puppet Master and Chucky the, and shit. Yeah, yeah, I love Puppet Master. Flex, Puppet Master was fantastic. And so like, fun. I would love to like, but I love horror is. movies even though they scared the shit out of me. Yeah, tell me yeah, that is guy. not the fucking devil, dude. The way he moves is like uh, he's able to. To be across the room towards you, and you turn your head, and you turn back, and he's all of a sudden right there. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's already inside your head, so yeah. it doesn't matter if he's tangibly there. Oh, he's yeah. already in your brain. Rubbing its, its bare genitals all over your clean clothes. That mouth moves really quickly, though. That's some really advanced mm-hmm. puppetry, though. Yeah, I mean, it really is good puppetry. Right. He's Kudos like the little this ears wiggled. This yeah. blanket, this blanket isn't soft enough, Jimmy. I, I'm <laughs> old enough to where I can actually appreciate. The work that went into making yeah, the Yeah, I feel like I Ironically. took these for granted. It's like a way better commercial than I thought yeah. it was. And like a lot of work. Like, this is, that's hard work. This is good puppetry. Which, I, I mean, if we're, if we're going to talk about snuggles, can we talk about Alf? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking Alf, dude. Uh, <laughs> so great. So you guys, the He tums- genuinely made me interested into what cat would taste like. Yeah. I opted, I opted not to go that route, but. Just aside from Alf, the Tums commercials used to really scare me. Because they'd go, Tums, the Tums, Tums, and they'd come at you, and the the font would come at you. So, like, fonts getting larger suddenly was really scary for me then. There he is. I wonder if, like, Alf, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Does it hold up? It does. Does it? it? Yeah, I love it. I can put it on and and watch them. So, supposedly, the stage was a death trap for the actors because there was holes and cutouts everywhere. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) And the director was, like, a big jerk and would yell at all the humans and then go pretend to be Alf. <laughs> and like control Alf and stuff, so it's like and really there, a horrible a, set. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a, a midget in there. There's a good flick about uh, the dude who wrote Alf. Um, it was he was played by Ben Stiller. I think it's called Forever Midnight, but he's like a junkie and shit. So he like it goes through him like creating Alf and later like creating uh, Ali McBeal and shit and like his. But it's really interesting. Is it the same person that created Ali McBeal? Has made Alf? Like, I don't know. I never it's checked. Similar but level of quirky. Yeah. actually. It and like it doesn't lot. go, it doesn't state like say like, but the show he did in the movie was like, basically Alf. I don't know if it was him behind the Alf terror though, because supposedly no, what made so. Alf end sooner than later was just that everyone was so miserable on the set. Yeah, it's yeah. right. like horrible. <laughs> the the uh, father, the guy that plays the father, he passed away a couple years ago. Uh, oh yeah, and R&D. he was great. He was like one of my favorite parts of the show. The oh dad. for sure. He was always he, so angry. I remember he was something and on something else around then that I. Yeah, he did a bunch of stuff actually. He was cool. Loved Alf. Fucking Alf. Yeah, but I mean, you can definitely tell it. I mean, if you want something that has that cool '80s feel, that that you can. I mean, they still got the you know the wired phones. And, oh yeah. 
and uh, the, the crazy pastel colors and like you could just tell it's it's very 80s you know and it's awesome I, I that's one of the things i like about it very nostalgic i love that feel oh, yeah. do you ever look up uh, you know you might like uh mike is to throw on just search vaporwave radio and Wait. there's multiple live stations that have this retro futuristic aesthetic outrun is a very vapor run adjacent um art genre too like but everything's very purple and and uh purples and pinks and neon and you'll just get like such an overload there's one especially that has like a stack of tvs i'm forgetting the name of it right now. like a max hedrome type yeah and there's these cool vaporwave artists that like will make this music that really feels like that era but extra uh highly recommend another one rollerball is there a movie called rollerball this is vapor funk station is the one look at that yeah looks right out of tv yeah i I heavily want to recommend this one extra because i i like to put on i like to put it on for like intimate times because it's like you Uh, time travel and it's like feeling (laughs) those like when you were younger and everything was all new and exploring each other and stuff back when uh, condoms were still made of fish skin ah that smell <laughs> takes me back. And like, look, it's like that solo cup graphic is on the side here. Yeah. This, these palm trees, this is outrun style. Yeah. yeah. Like if that, that, that solo cup graphic does not scream mall to you. <laughs> you're definitely not. Yeah. And this changes as you watch this, there's different graphics back here that get different vibes from that era. That's cool. But the grid and the palm trees is very outrun. Yeah, that is very eighties. Yeah. So this channel is awesome. Highly recommend it. Um, vapor funk station. Like it already changed Venetian blinds. Yeah. Palm trees. Yeah. Polaroids. This is very outrun right here. Very like literally. Outrun. So anyway, we've got some media recommendations for you. But other than that, do you have any uh, tail end plugs before we send you off? Just, uh, you know, check out Two Clueless Dudes. We greatly appreciate it. We need your help. Tell yep. a friend. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Glitcher. Spotify. We're on Flitcher. <laughs> we're on all the Fletcher. itchers. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely ch- find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, subscribe. Oh, yeah. What the heck? Why not? What do you got to lose? Oh, that YouTube subscribe right. is, is butter. We really need that fella. Yeah. And it's butter more better. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned to RadioVegas.rocks because next you're going to hear the grungy faucet Woo. with Kevin Fawcett taking you 90s kids to where you came home from. And we'll see you there. <laughs>